Welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Stephens. Coming up later in the show, we'll take a look at what local basketball teams have qualified for state. But first, today's top stories. Iowa Westland's annual variety show certainly offered a variety of talent, entertainment, and unexpected mishaps Saturday night in the University Chapel. Even before guests began to arrive, the university entered the space to an unexpected change in scenery. While the stage contained a fake fire and numerous forms of vegetation, just prior to welcoming guests, variety show participants noticed matching graffiti MPCT scrawled next to their tallest trees. However, as with most of the evening, the saying, the show must go on, held true. Opening with toe-tapping music provided by the Iowa Westland Jazz Ensemble, attention quickly shifted to the talent on stage. IW Jazz led into a dance and palm routine by the IW Cheer Team, which garnered yells of encouragement from the crowd. The IW Choir performed sweet songs that pulled together the evening's theme of Around the Campfire. One IW Choir song even featured a unique composition of IW student Journey Allison. Early on, what could go wrong continued to go wrong as a light dropped from the high ceilings of the chapel right in front of the stage. IW Variety Show participants kept the crowd engaged, however, as interactive acts like the Poison mashup performed by Tyree Walker encouraged clapping and singing along. While Walker offered an animated performance, even the chill vibes of Mary Ann Michelodze's Valerie captivated those in attendance. An unexpected second intermission occurred, however, due to overuse of the fog machines. Audience members, performers, and everyone else exited through the various stories of the chapel and chatted outside in the chilly air for approximately 30 minutes as they waited for campus security to reset the alarms. Despite a guitar falling from the stage, a variety of soloists gave all they had before the IW Choir wrapped up the evening with a reprise of This Land is Your Land, which they sang to welcome guests in at the beginning of the show. Washington-based Physical Therapy Center hopes to move into a new space within the year after Jet Physical Therapy announced the purchase of a former Dollar General building on East Washington Street. Co-owner Eric Turner said the new space had around 7,000 square feet to work with compared to the current building's 2,800. Turner said physical therapy as a practice had evolved since the current building opened in 1998. Modern techniques put greater emphasis on physical activity and task simulation than older ones like electrostimulation and ultrasound tests. Those new methods, however, require more room to move around. The business will also add a membership service for patients who complete their care but need continued access to equipment and activities. Those clients could use the multipurpose space and get regular check-ins even though they no longer need over-the-shoulder supervision. Turner said staff hope to move into the building as early as this fall, assuming everything stays on schedule. The property will require internal construction to shift from a retail function into a therapy-oriented one. Library guests will be treated to a crash course in family history research on March 18th, led by Iowa native and state historian Linda McCann. McCann is a former registered nurse who found a passion for genealogy when she took on a leadership role in Shell Rock's Historical Society, established for the town's 150th anniversary. Since then, she has written over a dozen books on lost towns in various Iowa counties, as well as regional histories of the state's prisoners of war and prohibition era. McCann's methods start with a worksheet and an assignment to fill in as many names as possible, gathered by asking family members for details. She said it was an important and time-sensitive first step. The talk will focus on research methods, fact-checking, advice about which resources are helpful and which ones to avoid. McCann said some websites had careful verification measures, while others hesitate to make corrections, even when they come from people who entered data in the first place. The event in Washington will not be McCann's first present will not be McCann's first presentation on the subject. McCann said she knows a mix of ages between audience participants, with the content catered to anyone from middle school and up. Overall, the field seems to be growing in popularity at least based on attendance to events like McCann's. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, first obituaries. Patricia A. Hendricks of Salem passed away on February 24th at the age of 72. Funeral arrangements are pending at the Kimsey Funeral Home. Candida Bakuzi Scharf of Fairfield passed away on February 21st at the age of 92. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Diane Johnson of Fairfield passed away on February 22nd at the age of 78. A celebration of life will be held at 10 a.m. March 20th at Evergreen Cemetery. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Thomas David Houston of Fairfield passed away on February 22nd at the age of 74. There will be no service at this time. Frida A. Hug of Columbus Junction passed away on February 20th at the age of 92. The graveside service will be held at 1.30 p.m. March 3rd at Bloomington Friends Church Cemetery. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. We start off the day with some rain, but now it just remains cloudy. Tomorrow will be partly cloudy with a high of 50 degrees. There's a chance we get some more rain on Wednesday morning, although only a 33% chance, and the high will be 54. Temperatures will drop down to 43 on Thursday, and there will be mostly cloudy skies. Finally, on Friday, it will be partly cloudy with a high of 43. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Tammy takes the time and has the 
personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. Thursday night was just not Mount Pleasant Basketball's night as first-half scoring woes burned the Panthers against Solon. Despite scoring a total of 12 points in the first half, Mount Pleasant had a chance to tie it in the fourth, but couldn't complete the comeback as they fell 49-36 in the Class 3A Substate 6 semifinal. Ashton finished with 18 points and 7 rebounds in his final game. Amos followed with 10 points and Van Sickle tallied 4 in their final outing. Mount Pleasant ends its season at 18-6. It's not easy to get to the state tournament. The New London boys basketball team knows this all too well. That's why Saturday night's Class 1A Substate 4 final was so significant. The Tigers broke a streak of five years of promising seasons, falling short with a thrilling 70-69 overtime win over Marquette Catholic. For the first, first time in six years, New London is going to the state tournament. The Tigers will get top-seeded Grandview Christian in the first round of the Class 1A state tournament. New London and Grandview will start off the tur- tournament with a game at 10.30 a.m. on March 6th. Took 25 years of waiting, but the Winfield Mount Union girls basketball team can finally say it again. The Wolves are going to the state tournament. Number 8, WMU ousted number 13, North Mahaska, in Thursday night's Class 1A Regional 8 final, and the senior-led Wolves could finally celebrate with a state qualifier banner. The win ended not only the 25-year drought for the school, but three years of frustration for a senior class that saw the team get knocked out by Notre Dame in each of the past three years, including twice in the regional semifinals. This year's WMU squad not only got past their Nike Demons in the semis, but finished off that job just six days later. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I'll see you next time.